We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 98 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on a beautiful evening here in Portland, Oregon, uh, joined by two of my favorite people. Um, before I introduce them, I just want to say hello, everybody. We have a, a great show lined up for you tonight. Um, Please, those of you who are here in chat, thank you so much for joining us. Those of you um, who uh, are watching, please stick around for after the show because we've got uh, the finals of our listener series match. And I just want to throw that out there um, at the beginning of this. And we'll talk about it later throughout the show. But uh, it's just going to be a, an awesome, crazy, cool night tonight. Um, I know we kind of got away from talking about our weeks a little bit, but I just wanted to briefly interject. Uh, I did hit legend over the past week. Um, was, yeah. was great. I was very happy to do that. I I had a, a work meeting that I was dreading, and I knew like if I try to sleep, I'm not going to sleep anyways. And so um, I'll just play Hearthstone all night instead. And so I played until two in the morning and hit Legend, and that was great. Um, I was two in the morning. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know, funny because of time zone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of time zones, Nate's like, oh, I hit legend. And then my waking up was only difference by two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was playing a lot of um, the like the updated quest line hunter and it was like, OK, it was so so like I enjoy it, but it's not I don't feel like it's nearly as strong as it was. And I've been playing it in standard as well. Um, and I feel like it's a lot, uh, it's so similar between the two. Um, but, but anyways, I, it was like hit and miss and I'm like, you know what? Forget this. It's not working for me. I'm going to switch back to freeze shaman. And then I went like, what is it? Nine to one or 10 to one to legend. And I just like sailed through and it was like the definition of, uh, like tech W the deck. I, I just pulled it from the tempo storm, uh, wild meta snapshot, but it had, um, it runs Cobalt Sticky Fingers and it runs a, a Hecklebot. Oh, and boy. it's like the definition of, of 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 like crazy tech cards. But there are so many cards like combo decks right now between Mechathune and all the the crazy Druid shenanigans that like I was stealing. Um, the I was stealing the um, Rune Mithril Rod. I was stealing the. Um, the, uh, the 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 twig of the world tree, twig of the world tree, mm-hmm. and the um, the orb that lets you scry a card, whatever it's called, um, sphere of sapiens, sphere yeah. sphere of sapiens, and stealing Ankars. I was like, hey, you know what? This is pretty good actually. And um, and Hecklebot, like it, it's basically an extra dirty rat. It's like, hey, this is pretty yeah. good actually. I was surprisingly good. Um, so, anyways, I I don't want to you know I don't want to spend too much time on it tonight, but. Uh, it, that's kind of like my comfort deck and it, it sees different iterations but the core is the same if anybody's interested in that deck like i'd be happy to do like a write-up or a video or whatever it is um if, for me it feels kind of self, self-explanatory like you, you play the cards uh, it's mostly disruption and, and you just infuriate your um opponent until they concede uh and it's hilarious when when pirate warriors uh, board lock themselves and they can't play their quest reward um 
It's 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 really funny. Anyways, but if, if anyone's interested in that, um, let me know either in chat or on Discord or whatever. I'd be happy to do like a write up or something. But it the deck is was super fun and worked really well for me. Okay. Um, yes. So uh, I am joined, of course, by two of my favorite people. Sorry for the late introduction, but Hydra, it is great to see you. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. Coming at y'all from the Greater Vancouver area. And I'm so glad that the week is over because I am off work all of next week. And this is like the perfect kickoff to start my vacation. It's it's more of a staycation. We're not actually really going too far. We've got family that's somewhat close in the area. So we'll be doing things, going to their places. They'll be coming here and whatnot but uh, i'm very excited because work has been quite hectic and uh it's going to get even more hectic pretty soon so uh one of my main partners that i work with is going on uh paternity leave coming up and it's going to really stink kind of sort of being alone he's like my main partner I made a stinky! <laughs> 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 right <laughs> sorry <laughs> you couldn't help yourself <laughs> oh that's great but yeah so i'm just super excited because we're gonna have a great show tonight we're gonna talk about some hearthstone and i have the next i guess nine days of not working so that's pretty awesome in itself nice yeah. all right very cool. Well, I, I'm I'm excited for you. Uh, that's that's awesome. And uh, we are also joined, of course, by our very own Electric Sheep City. Welcome back. It is always great to see you. How are you? Meowdy friend, always great to see you too. And I am doing fantastic. So uh, Meowdy, of course, from Southeast Texas uh, around here for about another month and a half-ish. Uh, it's been pretty busy and exciting here in the city of Electric Sheep as well. Put the house on the market sold the house i mean well it's pending but you know agreed to the offer and had the inspection and agreed to the follow-ups and did all those things delightful yeah so i didn't get to play as much horizon as i was hoping to which is you know kind of kind of sad but i did hit wild legend myself uh as well uh with aggro druid yet again nice um I think it was technically, yeah, technically, I think it was the same day that Nate did, but Nate really did it the, you know, night before. It was kind of the (laughs) night before because it was, uh, yeah, but still. Right. (laughs) (laughs) A matter of hours later. uh, It was so funny because some people were looking at the house. And so I I had to go like drive uh, elsewhere with my pup and, um, you know, because whenever people tour the house, that's the thing that you do is you get out of there and, you know, same with, with the animal. And uh, so she and I were, <laughs> were, I actually hit legend in the car, in the driver's seat of the car. Hard thing in driving? I, I was not driving myself. Uh, I, I was not uh, d- pulling a, a just a guy in, in the podcast. Was, uh, was your dog <laughs> driving? <laughs> she, she wasn't driving either. <laughs> yeah, we, we were parked just like killing time. And I was just, you know, slinging cards, doing the thing and got there with, you know, my, my favorite deck. Nice. So, um. Yeah, exciting week. Did did the legend thing, did the house selling thing, ready to to move and ready to just cap off this exciting week talking about the game that we love with two of my favorite people. So, without further ado, 
For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. I will briefly explain how the show works. So we record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all of the podcast apps. So have your watching or listening or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today. Thank you. Yes. You. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Um, I, I, w- I wanted to play the guff. I'll miss you, but I need to get a guff like a friend friend one. That would be so nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, hey, everybody. Thank you so much um, for being here and listening to our show. Before we get started, uh, just a couple quick housekeeping things. Um, as always, thank you so much to Shokunin and to the other patrons of our show. Your support means the, the world to us, and, and we very appreciate it very much. Um, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, comment on any of our uh, videos on YouTube, just because that helps with the uh, YouTube algorithms, helps other people to find us, and um, that is always nice. Uh, another simple way to support the show is to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or your podcast platform of choice. Uh, again, it just helps other people find us. Um, if you're watching live on Twitch, we do have some really cool emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to the channel, which is uh, free. If you have Amazon Prime, you can use your Prime sub. And uh, we've got some really fun emotes, some more kind of in the works. Uh, finally, if if you are interested in supporting the show financially, we do have a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, uh, which you can uh, find a link to on our website. Uh, finally, if you would like to interact with us personally, please join our Discord. If you're not familiar with Discord, it is a, um, I don't know what you would call it, uh, but essentially it's, you know, it's kind of like an online social media group of people. Anyways, we've made uh, so many amazing friends um, in this in this community uh, from all across the whole world, and we talk about um, Hearthstone and, and real life and share memes and deck lists and all that fun stuff, and and uh it, it's it's a lot of fun we do some co-op and, and all that other jazz so uh yeah all of this stuff and more can be found on our website which is born to be wild hs.com we'd uh, love to interact with you uh, and then one final thing before we get into tonight's show i did want to share with everybody so tonight's episode is 98 so we were like two episodes away from uh just a big um milestone and i wanted to share something that we were thinking about doing um if anyone listening to the show watching the show is interested in sharing a message with us um if you go to the podcast website it's anchor.fm a-n-c-h-o-r.fm slash born to be wild hs uh, there's this link right here that says message on it and you click them click this and you can uh record yourself saying something to us that then we can play on the show and so uh that would be super cool so you just go to yeah again anchor.fm slash born to be wild hs you click on this button right here it says message uh and nice try but you can't send yourself a voice message um oh right thanks but but you can send us one um and so uh if that's something that you're interested in we'd love to hear it and i think that'd be a, a blast i'll put the link in the show notes but that's something that we would love uh, i think it'd be really fun and um should, should have a an awesome time um in a couple weeks anyways talking about uh you're getting into the main topic of tonight um a couple of things 
Uh, well, we're going to be talking about the core set primarily and, and our thoughts uh, about the rotation. But I wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends over at the Coin Concede podcast. And on last week's show, if you caught it, um, they had a game director, Ben Lee, on the show uh, as an interview, which was super cool. Uh, ben Lee announced that he was no longer um, the game director of Hearthstone. Surprise. And uh, uh, that, um, I, I, you know, there was an interim at the time. And then I think yesterday found out that Ixar uh, is our new current interim game director of Hearthstone. So like, whoa, okay. Cool. Uh, it's super cool. Uh, he did an AMA earlier today and I asked if he was going to change his name to Ben and did not respond. Uh, but... <laughs> but Anyways, um, during that interview, though, they were asking questions about the um, the core set rotation, asking if you know he dropped any clues or hints or whatever. And of course, not really. But one of the things that he mentioned was that we would see some quote unquote familiar faces when the core set um, when the new core set comes out, presumably in in April with um, the the whole you know set rotation where where some of the standard sets rotate to wild. And this Year of the Griffin uh, core set will presumably rotate to wild, though I guess we don't know yet. Um, but there will be a new core set, right? So they've announced that there's a new core set each year. And and so we were kind of chatting about, you know, how does that impact wild? And, uh, you know, well, all you know, the, a bunch of these cards are old cards we can play in wild anyways, but then they created some new ones. And we're kind of joking about, like, Hey, what, what, uh, you know, what card do they pull from wild that would just totally ruin standard and we could all laugh about, um, and, uh, you know, but we have a couple more serious topics and, and shout out and thank you to Schmoopy daddy, who I believe, um, was, uh, the, the one who suggested this topic, I think anyways. Um, so the, the couple things we're going to be talking about tonight were number one cards that are currently in wild that we think might make it into the core set. And number two, decks uh you know existing decks that we would like to see evolving um from new cards uh created for the upcoming core set and so for each of these we're going to be picking three and, and chatting about them a little bit and that's kind of what we're what we're talking about tonight and so um i i guess i'll i'll get started here first and so first what we're talking about is cards that are currently in wild that we think may be coming to standard and so uh my first my first pick here, and again, these are these are like this is wild speculation. Uh, you see what I did there? Uh, yeah. So my my, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> my first pick is Mad Scientist, uh, and so here's my thought. Right, that we saw we saw some new um, secret support lately in Standard, uh, primarily with Hunter, but there are some rogue secrets that like nobody's really played rogue secrets all that much um and uh and even then so like some some new hunter secrets some new mage stuff and my thought was um you know you could use this with a new tavish hero or whatever else mage could be revamped um and i was looking primarily at cards from nax ramus because it was the first expansions or i guess adventure rather uh, from way back when and it when you're looking at a standard audience uh, who, who most of which don't play wild. Uh, I doubt that many of them 
have ever seen this card or interacted with this card. Like it's so old, um, but it has synergy with the new stuff. Like this could be fun. And, and I was looking specifically at neutral because you could use it across multiple classes. And so I thought, hey, you know, this is a solid card. And we saw this played in wild so much for such a long time. And it's kind oh, of yeah. died out a little bit, but it's even then it's still around. Um, and so this was my, this was my first pick. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, maybe a little far-fetched, but maybe. Uh, my next one, I feel like maybe has a better chance. I don't know. You know, when I think um, of Ben saying that we may, may see some familiar faces, um, my next pick is Ragnaros, the Fire Lord. And so here's, here's yeah. why. Here's why. Um, again, I, I try to have rationale. Um, for these for these choices and so here is the thought process not only is is rag like classic hearthstone like i mean not only is it a classic set but like this is a a classic character well-known character um but rag has maintained a presence in hearthstone proper throughout the past year uh as a bartender um in battlegrounds as a shaman hero portrait and then this year he got the diamond card makeover. And so the thought was like, well, he, he kind of been hanging out all year. Like, so even for players who may be um, not super familiar, um, that at the same time, you know, maybe they were introduced to, um, uh, to Ragnaros a little bit. And so, um, you know, I'm not sure. It, it would be interesting, and so that that's that's my second pick, and then my final pick here, and I think this this one is is a long shot, but uh, my guess on this last one is um, Nerubar Weblord. Ooh. Okay, this is also from Nax Ramis, yeah, but here's my rationale for it. Right, when they were talking about um, you know the the next uh, sets or the sex the sets over the next year. Uh, they had mentioned a couple of things as like hints. Um, they had said that like over this past year, they did like a, a continual storyline um, that, that spanned the entire year. And they're going to kind of go one year off one year on on this. And so this coming year, it's going to be like three separate unique sets and they're not going to tell a year long story. The other thing that they mentioned was that they um, they were going to put the emphasis on being more like minion slash board based and try to slow things down a little bit um, as opposed to being more spell heavy or combo heavy. Um, and so, you know, initially I was thinking like, Hey, are there cards that support quest lines? But then I thought, eh, I think they're going to try to like, forget that they introduced the quest lines to us because they're, you know, as opposed to providing more support. Um, all right, we're, we're going to go more minion slash board based instead. And so when I looked at, at um, you know, and then we see the decks in standard right now where, mm, I mean, maybe not as popular as it was not too long ago, but decks like, um, like Agra Druid or whatever that have, you know, token based or, or whatever. And we see this in, in wild quite a bit um, in even warlock and even paladin and, um aggro druid tax paladin right because this is solid disruption but it's disruption um 
it's it's minion based dis- disruption as opposed to spell based disruption and as somebody who's been playing free shaman for the last couple few months like i hate this card it's kind of like it's like you have to kill it like it ruins it ruins my day um you, you have to kill it. like it's not a threat it's just it ruins all of your turns and it, I don't know. It just seems solid to me. So it's it's disruption, but it's not mana disruption. And again, the same rationale for with Mad Scientist because this is from Nax. It's so old that newer players have probably or standard predominant players have probably never seen this card before. Even in Wild, we didn't see it a lot until it was being called to Arms Doubt. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think another kind of to yes and. One thing that we use Nerubar Weblord for a lot in Wild that I think Standard will probably uh, use to achieve their board-based, um, you know, more board-based strategies. If you play Nerubar Weblord, then all of a sudden their questline reward costs two more. And so mm-hmm. you can, you know, just like we do in Wild, you can use that whenever you anticipate the the quest reward to come down and boom, you've delayed that. And then you're able to actually push for lethal there. Or, you know, control control with the board a lot more. So I think to, you know, at the very beginning of this, you said that that is something that, that you think is more of a long shot. I think Nerubar Weblord is kind of... I, I, I think the, the other two are pretty solid. I, I think Rag's almost a guarantee. But I think Nerubar Weblord is kind of a lock too, truthfully. I'd be curious. I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, I think actually, I think they've, the announcement is lined up for this coming Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, right. I think next week anyways, we should know more information about, um, you know, what do they say? What's next for Hearthstone course at rotation and, uh, the next expansion, whatever else I think by next week. And so I imagine we'll be talking about that on next week's show. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. I think for the core set as a whole they will probably keep i don't know two-thirds of it or something i imagine a lot of it stays the same but i imagine a handful of it will rotate out um particularly the uh the the cards that were created specifically for it but maybe not i mean really who knows and i i see people in chat talking about stuff but i haven't read anything yet and so i i'm sure we'll have the whole scoop next week on uh, what stays and what goes and what we have to craft and what we get to keep. And I, you know, regardless of, of what, you know, we've seen in, in tweets or, or whatever, I have yet to see like a formal, um, uh, announcement from Blizzard. So I guess we'll see anyways, any, any, any other thoughts on these two? Otherwise I'll move on to Hydra's picks. I mean, I think that rag is probably a shoe in, it's you know it's slow but it's classic it's and they they made it diamond right like i, right. I don't see yeah. why was... they would do that if they weren't planning on bringing it back like that seems to be a little bit of a hint well i mean they were trying to push classic mode pretty hard but like i don't think that there's that many people playing it every once in a while i see people hit legend and they come in in like double digits and so it's like oh yeah i i mean i you know, i mean it is what it is but like I don't know. I mean, the other piece is it's it's slow, and they're trying to slow things down, and it's board based. Mm-hmm. Like it, it checks all the boxes. I mean, I yeah. could be totally wrong, but like, I I don't know. And Mad Scientist, I think, is a nice choice by you as well. Just the the neutral mm-hmm. secret support can do so many things. 
Especially if for some reason we end up seeing secrets in other classes. Who knows? Hey. Yeah, and hey, I won't be able to pull Omayog out anymore, which I think is one thing that they may have, you know, kept it, uh, you know, Mad Scientist from being in the year of the Griffin core set. Uh, I think once that rotates, then Mad Scientist in the core set honestly makes a, a lot of sense there too. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me move over to Hydra. What are your What is your first pick for a uh, a card from Wild to potentially rotate into the standard core set? So speaking of board based decks, I chose as my first pick Sylvanas Windrunner. Now, this card, like Ragnaros, was in a lot of decks back in the day. Hence, why it was rotated as part of the Hall of Fame. I believe at the same time as Rag. Now, this direction if they are going to be doing board based decks is a perfect shoe in because when you play sylvanas onto a board where your opponent has a board maybe you have a board as well and you pass you can make your trades you get to decide what dies first you pass the turn over now it's their turn and this is kind of what separates you know like a better player from a newer player you, you really have to make your decisions mistakes were made many times playing this card <laughs> so i i think it's a really good shoe-in to be honest just because it takes thought while playing it it's board based and you can definitely screw up <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah and so no that, that's that's one that i think would really really fit in nicely with the board based decks now my second pick i don't think is as likely as Sylvanas. I think it's more of a selfish pick, but it's it's something that would... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Deathstalker Rexar I picked for my second card because I loved that Deathstalker Rexar could go in multiple different styles of decks. It can go into more of a controlling deck. It can go as a your your aggro decks where you know you've kind of run out of steam you're going in the long game i've played games where i'm going against some sort of bigger deck a control deck and Death docker rex are you keep making those threats and you get to choose like granted you don't get to choose exactly what you want but you get some pretty good options right with like the bloat bat exploding poisonous all this stuff right like it's and it, you can get the board clear if you're falling behind in like an aggro mirror or something like that. It's just a really cool way for Hunter to play. Like, I feel like it's just a solid, not just hero, but thing to build your deck around in Hunter. And right now, in standard, from what I know, there's a lot of face Hunter going on right now. And that's kind of your plan. You sort of top off with those, uh, the rhinos that go face. And um, and that's it. You brick if you don't get to make it right. De Deathstalker Rexar fits right in as you know alternate win con. You can go the long game. Maybe people in standard won't like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I love it as an alternate win con. Right. I it's it's a. I found myself asking so many times like why why is this card in the deck? It doesn't make sense. And it's like oh no 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 this is in case like plan a fails this is our this is our plan b um <laughs> it's the one card that is plan b all in itself because it generates so many other cards yeah you've exhausted your resources like hydra was intimating 
boom, there it is. <laughs> Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, and I mean, these Death Knights are now, what year was that? Like 2017? Something like that? 2018? Like, there's a lot of players that haven't actually got to use them. So I think this would be really cool for new players to be able to use. So that's my pick for, for my second one. Now, I, wait, can yeah, I, sorry, let me interject yeah, yeah. real quick since you're still on this one. Um, I love the idea. You know, I, I remember when they were talking about, um, you know, how long they were going to support it or, or mm, you know, yeah. whatever. And I remember when they said that they were not going to be adding new beasts to the pool. And then they said, you know what? Okay, we, we, we've heard you. We'll add, new, we'll add the new beasts to the pool in wild. And that was cool. The only and, and so when I was doing my choices, I thought about adding um, uh, the Lich King because I it was like felt like solid, mm. you know, well known character. And then I was like, oh well, they're gonna then they would be bringing back like Death Knight cards. And I was like, how cool would that be if they brought back Death Knight cards? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I love when they make hero cards, and I want them to do this. I it's just I don't know that they'll bring back Death Knight cards, but I hope you're right. I mean, God, that would be so cool. It'd be so. Cool. Yeah, so I selected, you know how part of my thought process was at first they released Death Knight cards, like every class gets one, right? But then they started doing one or two classes at a time getting a hero mm -hmm. instead, which is why I thought that it would be neat if they only brought back one, right? Yeah. Instead of just dumping them all back into standard again, like, okay, which, which class could use the support? Right, like not only that, but uh, you know, the push towards that that more board and board based. Not all the Death Knights are revolving around or, or pushing that board based strategy. Deathstalker Rexar is so. Yes. So I think that fits in with you know the the stated goal as well. So to kind mm -hmm. of yes mm -hmm. and that, it's a perfect one to bring back to push the strategies that they are hoping to encourage. I like it. I like it. Yeah, so um, fingers crossed. I mean, I don't play standard all the time, but I think it would be really cool for standard players to experience this card in all its wonderful glory. Yeah, well, and actually, you know what? Now that you bring that up, because so the way that it works right now, right, is that it's it's looking at the beast pool in wild, and yes. it would see, you know, it would be unique in standard because it would be looking at a different uh, card pool of beasts to pull from. Which would mm -hmm. be really interesting. God, I'd really like yeah. that idea. I hope they do it. I really hope they do it. Um, and, and the fact that Trampling Rhino is rotating may actually be one reason that you could actually introduce Deathstalker XR because that's not in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that having that card in the pool would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. What's your third choice? Okay, so my third choice comes from... Like a, a really like a, a place where I, I didn't think this card ever should have left standard. So my third choice is Whizbang the Wonderful. Now, when this card came out, it was so cool because it was every class had what three different options, I believe, for, for decks that it could pull from. And so all you needed was this one legendary. And you could play three different decks from all the different classes. So you had this massive pool that it could pull from. And the decks were playable. They weren't all, 
you know, tier one decks, but they were playable decks. And so I like I crafted this in gold the second I saw that it was announced. Right. Me too. <laughs> because I'm like, I want like 20 golden decks or however many right? there are. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that sounds like value. <laughs> right. So, and, and you could have it as a newer player with a smaller collection. You could just jam this all day and you can learn different archetypes that you're, you know, you're never going to play and you're sort of like forced to learn the deck that it gives you. Alternatively, you could have a full collection, whatever, and you're memeing around and say, "Hey, you know, this month I'm going to get to Legend on Whizbang, right?" Like, <laughs> make people, a challenge. But yeah, people would do that too, and it's crazy. Uh, their deck builder, uh, Ixar, was talking about in, in the AMA earlier today. Um, someone would was asking what he was playing on ladder in standard that was fun or something. And he goes, Hey, I just dropped in. There was some mage spell that I wanted to play some big mage spell that I wanted to play. And so I dropped that in and hit auto complete. And then I started winning with it and it was just so much fun that I've, that's like all I've been playing for you know <laughs> the month. And, and like, I like that. I like their auto there or their deck builder is like pretty good actually. Uh, it's come a long way and and so yeah i mean having their deck recipes uh and, and playing those i think it's cool and just have access to people that are free to play or my son wanted this card like right off the bat because hey i can play everything but i only need one card instead of having to craft like a, a, a you know a whole mess of cards this is awesome what yeah. is the difference between Wizbang and zale Zale says so, play with an evil deck, so I assume it's from uh, uh, Rise of Shadows or something. But yeah, so so it took um, it was either one or two of the the pre made decks from uh, just the evil, so, so just the the Rise of just the evil um, classes from Rise of Shadows. So um, like the uh, warlock, shaman, priest, and rogue. I think were the four. Um, Oh, and, and Aramorn says it was for just the four decks. So yeah, just one deck from each of those four classes. So um, each of the ones who are in the League of Eagle. Sad. So a bit of a, a subpar whiz bang. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Oh, you know, I, I looked it up here. So Lazul's evil deck, Priest, Togwaggle's evil deck, Rogue, Hagatha's evil deck, Shaman, Rafam's evil deck, Warlock, and Boom's evil deck, Warrior. Uh, Boom's, yeah, so it was the five. That makes Though, sense. You, you kind of do know sort of what it, you're getting into when you play Zale over Whizbang. Oh, Whizbang's yeah, different. Like Very smaller, different. smaller pool, right? So I guess you yeah. could master those decks, and it would be a little easier. Well, and Zale was a I don't know, it was some kind of pre-order thing or whatever, and the gold one was something else too. I don't remember how I got it anymore, but it was a uh, was some. I uh, gosh, I don't remember if it was a. Uh, if like it was BlizzCon or yeah, yeah I can't either. oh golden golden zale shadow cloak is obtained by purchasing all five chapters of the dalaran heist it is uncraftable and cannot be crafted or disenchanted there that was that gotcha well yeah so Whizbang was my final pick there uh, unless you guys have any comments on sylvanas deathstalker rexar or Whizbang. We can see what she brought. Yeah, today. that's super cool. I don't have any comments that we haven't talked about already. So I, I love it. Sheep, you got anything? 
Yeah, absolutely. So the first card that I decided to spotlight for hopefully making its way into the core set, I'm going to start by being on brand because I'm always on brand. <laughs> and that is Embiggen. So it should come as no surprise to anyone here that I want to see some sort of an aggro Embiggen Druid deck viable in any format that I play in. It's one of my all-time favorite cards. I just love the deck. I love the archetype. And I, I hit Legend and Standard every month, too. I haven't done it yet this month. Um, you know, I'm already in Diamond, so getting there. But uh, I'd love to play with aggro and, or with Embiggen in standard too so and imagine thing, if you had it you could have done it already right <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly you know what? <laughs> i i really like this though because what they've what i feel like they've been pushing lately is is like either you know combo druid decks or big or like ramp druid type decks and this is something different than that and i want to see different it makes a lot of sense um and that would be cool yeah. Depending on how slow standard is after the, the core set and after rotation and whatnot, this Embiggen might end up being used more for those slow, especially like the ramp decks with a uh, guff, right? Because you're not restricted by mana. Um, so it might end up being being used more for those kind of like ramp druid, kind of like curbstone, um, you know, like it was in standard back in the day where it was like the uh um side quest strength and numbers and then oh they'd God, have like I love that Guardian. deck with the yeah. dragons and the wink yeah that deck was super fun it was um so of course how i use this deck is turn your cheap minions with small stats but powerful effects into slightly less cheap minions with big stats and powerful effects so that's how i'd like i would use in biggin if i had a, a chance to use it in standard but we'll see, you know, if it, if it, of course, is <laughs> picked. I'm not thinking it will. It's not one that's probably a, a high on, on their mind to bring in. But I'm hoping that they will do that, that thing. So for my mm. second card, though, they, this they next did one's kind of interesting because I, I feel like it might go with the, your first card. <laughs> very much does. <laughs> so they did talk about bringing familiar faces back. And who was one of the most familiar faces? Patches the Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, com com combos really nicely with them big in, like you were saying. But even in general, if they're trying to shift from being from hand to being, you know, focusing more on board based, what better way to emphasize board based combat? Than providing strong board <laughs> board presence with patches where you're you're doing that thing. There he is. We've got the the warrior quest line, which has kind of been underperforming in standard. Patches seems like a really, really, really good inclusion there. And of course, uh in in conjunction with Embiggen is really powerful and hopefully would enable me to play aggro druid in two formats. <laughs> 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 so th those are my selfish picks now what i think is actually <laughs> probably gonna happen is my third pick and that is lothib mm -hmm. so definitely piggybacking uh off of the board-based uh uh interaction and, and emphasis and familiar faces 
Lothiv checks all the boxes, right? So Lothiv is a way to interfere with removal, further incentivizing board combat. Um, it's, you know, fa fantastic stats for cost. We're still playing him, not, not in every deck, not nearly as ubiquitous as Lothiv was before, but it preserves your board, keeps your opponent from just dropping a, a big removal spell. I mean, the only thing that it, it would it would keep uh it would not keep from you know clearing the board is druid if they're playing the guff hero card right so that, that's kind of the, the only exception and i don't really know that druid has any good aoe board clears in standard so i, I think that would probably be a good good inclusion there it could slot into a whole lot of decks could slot into to a whole lot of um uh you know just further incentivizing the uh um priorities that they've given giving us a, a good minion we play them right now all that good stuff i'm, I'm a big big fan of lothib so you remember when they did the first hall of fame and uh you know of course it, it was understood like okay sylvanas and ragnaros and whatever else like okay uh, and, but then they included Azure Drake and the rationale, yes. the, the rationale behind choosing Azure Drake was that this card is so good that it's played in every single deck, no matter what, like that's <laughs> Lotheb. And so I, I'm just cracking up over here. Cause here's what, here's my prediction, right? They, they put Lotheb in the core set and then everyone puts Lotheb in every single deck, no matter what. <laughs> and, and then like three months later they're like yeah you know what? we're gonna put it back in hall of fame sorry <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what we thought in standard that's kind of what we thought with uh Taylor fordring mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the corset because mm -hmm. she was being slotted into pretty much every deck right and then as more um expansions and many sets came out she kind of fell out of the rotation but she was a, a card that you could put into a lot of decks um know a, not not a build around piece but a, a really kind of swiss army knife that is really strong whenever there's a more limited card pool uh, i mean and for us in a big card pool and in, in wild but it it gives players both with a more limited card collection because it's in the core set and with a, a a deeper card collection like it gives them all something to play it gives them all something to kind of include and no one's feeling left out because it's in the core set so Yes, Lothar would probably be used in a ton, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I think that may be kind of why we would we would play it because of the kind of Talon and Alex Straza, um, you know, phenomenon that that the corset saw particularly in the first expansion of the standard year. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I like that. You know, I think that's a good point because, like you said at at the very beginning, cards like uh, yeah, Alex uh, Life Lifebender is that right? uh mm -hmm. was in like everything and and then it you know kind of dropped back a little bit and same thing with tail and fordring and, and a couple others and i i could see that where everyone uses it at first and then as decks get more refined like okay um you, you know maybe it eases back a little bit so interesting interesting i like it well let's let's um move move on real quick um and uh, hey, I wouldn't you know, no, you know normally uh, in, say this on the show, but hey, massive raid! Hey, thank you, Corb. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a lot of people joining us, so welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, we're right in the middle of the show, so uh, I'll probably edit this part out. But thank you so much. Um, we we appreciate uh, 
appreciate that very much. And so we're talking about the core set rotation tonight. And uh, actually, really good timing here because uh, the second part of this conversation is um, what are some current wild decks that we would like to see evolve based on getting new cards um, in the core set? And so really, I guess what this means is like, you know, what are current decks in wild that are seeing play but aren't quite there yet, like aren't quite good enough where if we could get a, a couple of new cards maybe to support that archetype and that they would be better. And so I, you know, I only have a couple. Um, my my first my first choice would be Beast Druid, uh, where I think like you know, Aggro Druid has always been around, but Beast Druid has been something new um, over the last month or so. And it's you know, it's a variation of Aggro Druid, but I I love that we're seeing cards played for the first time in years, where. Um, you know, you get uh, some of the new cards, right? So Oracle of Loon, Frost Saber Matriarch, these are from, um, you know, these newer sets. And then you get older cards. So uh, Narrowbar Weblord that we talked about earlier from um, Nax, And then uh, Night of the Wild was from TGT. And like nobody's ever played Night of the Wild because it just was never good enough. And, and now we're finally uh, finding a way to, you know, for it to see play. And the deck is great. I mean, like Blue Train hit Legend with it and some other people. Um, but I would love for it to be get even maybe a little bit more support because we're still using some of the token or like aggro um, synergy cards um, to you know to buff these up rather than like beast synergy. So that'd be kind of fun, uh, you know. Even if we got one or two more beasts to kind of like synchronize with it, I think would be really cool. Um, and then the other one that I really really would love to see uh get some support would be like ping mage or hero power mage or whatever you want to call it because I, the deck is just fun I, I feel like um I, I love it and i want it to work but it's just not quite there yet for wild um and i've seen different versions of it over the past couple of weeks uh, i've seen a couple of different people hit legend with it um and different variations but it's uh like the definition of of off meta right and there's some cards there uh that different people use um in, in different versions uh but there's some also some super fun cards janelai the dragon hawk frost giant uh, and you know, some other ones that uh i think would be really fun um if this deck got a little bit more support just because it's not quite there yet and then like, i was thinking about other ones and i just like mm, I don't know. Yeah, a nerfing demon hunter would would make the class playable again. That would be kind Please. of fun. <laughs> yes, because uh, it's not it's just not playable in wild at all. I, I mean, I say that a little facetiously, but like by and large, it, it's not very good. Um, I thought about like freeze shaman, but like it's already great. Yeah, whether it's tier one or tier two is arguable, but like it's basically tech card heaven. And like, does it really need more tech cards? Like, no. Uh, realistically no and and i'm not ready for questline hunter to get better quite yet like it was so like everywhere for such a long time and now it's kind of coming back in a, in, in like different variations and like it's good but it's not quite there i love i love the dragon dragon's bane inclusion i think that's really fun but like yeah. I, i'm not ready for that deck to get a whole bunch more support and honestly i'm really tired of warlock being like the op broken class all the time and so like i don't really want that there either 
And I, I know we probably will get it anyways, but there's probably going to be some new pirate with charge that, that will, you know, <laughs> but like I, I under patches, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. But like, I, I think, you know, when we saw Defias Cannoneer and Mr. Smite, I remember I was looking back. So this past week, my, I, I, I was cleaning up my Google drive and deleted my, my, spreadsheet with the legend runs on it unfortunately i had taken a screenshot and so i recreated it and, and added the missing data and when i was looking for it um i i saw the tweet like the day that uh the dread mines came out um i crafted mr smite and defias cannoneer in gold and like sailed to legend with that deck and, <laughs> and I, I was like hey you know what there we go and uh like there will always be pirate warrior. It's been around forever and ever and ever. It's not going anywhere. It got nerfed recently, um, but it's still. Guess what? It's still here. It's still here, and and like I didn't want to include that. I don't want it to get any better. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no. So anyway, those are my picks. Like I couldn't come up with a third one really. Um, and I don't know what. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's others. But I, I mean, the other piece, I would always love to see uh, support for archetypes that we just have never seen before. Like, it's so rare that there's a new deck typically. And we're starting to see that now. But, um, you know, I mean, geez, maybe Dragon Priest or something like that, right? That we haven't seen play in, in years and years and years. Oh, so, I missed that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's me. So that, that's my choice. I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole. Uh, I want to give time for Hydra and Sheep, and then we've got a, a super awesome uh, listener series f- finale to cast tonight. So, Hydra, what are what are your picks on on this topic? So, my picks could bring back some bad memories if you rewind a few <laughs> years in the past, and you were a standard player, and they released these cards named Gen and Baku. <laughs> oh, are you really going here? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> so these cards were so annoying and they 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 made standard so linear you knew you were hitting the button you were making one dude or two dudes it was just it was everywhere that we had the battle of what is better even paladin or odd paladin even paladin was better it got nerfed and odd paladin came to the rise and it was gross. It was so gross that for the first time, Hearthstone exiled cards early. They did not make it to rotation. They left, and all of their little friends had to go to. And uh, it was bad. And then, in so Standard was saved, right? But Wild, we still had it. And they weren't as oppressive, right? There is a lot of good ones that we, you know, like... Odd Paladin remained good. Even Paladin wasn't so good, but uh, we had, you know, even Warlock. Odd Demon Hunter was the only playable Demon Hunter, basically, mm-hmm. for a while. Odd Rogue was one of my all-time favorite decks. Yeah, I cannot remember the last time I've seen an Odd Rogue, even though sometimes it'll make it on the Tempo Storm list somehow because someone's doing well with it. Uh, but I feel like... There's some classes that never actually got Ganon Baku love, and that is what I would like to look for. 
in that, any additions in the core set. They'd have to fix Demon Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would, they yeah would I would love to see an even Demon Hunter like <laughs> actually work. Yeah, yeah, they might have to do something about about that one. But so while like Odd Rogue, I would love Odd Rogue support because it's like it's mid rangey. I've always loved that type of play. It's, I mean, either go fast or die in Hearthstone, kind of. So, you know, mid-range sort of fell by the wayside. But I would really like to see either support for that or for the, the decks that we never did get to see, right? Like, yeah, we saw Odd Warrior, you know, tank up. I've versed many bots on Asia <laughs> playing Odd Warrior. But, like, Druid never got a lot of decks. You know, Priest never got a lot of decks. We never got to explore like trust me there's been some side ones right that sure sure but but very very off meta but nothing that was really playable as like a tier one or two deck right like so i like i, I really think and i mean odd shaman was killed by the fact that you can't pick uh the wrath of air totem, the wrath yeah. of air totem mm. right so that would be really interesting with a smaller pool of cards now that you mention it like it's it's one thing in wild because you you know you've you've got everything, but uh, yeah, with a smaller pool of cards in standard, that would be really interesting. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I mean, I honestly, no. I mean, I I think it's a long shot. I ain't gonna lie, but like no, I, no. I I I mean, the concept of it is like it's intriguing. This is more along the lines of I'd like to see the support in wild from new. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, no, no. That's I, I like that. I like that. And every you, you know, know like, if, standard, they would, they would, oh, they lose would, their minds. they would riot. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> yes. no, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, no. Th this is um, support in wild for odd and even. I like um, that. Well, from, and, from the course and like you mentioned, you know, they kind of killed odd shaman. They kind of killed uh, odd paladin for that matter with with uh, some of the nerves. And then you've got decks that just didn't see a lot of play, um, you know, Priest and Druid, and I don't know. I mean, recently, um, you I mean, know, Hunter they, obviously they come back every once play, in a while, right? Like Hunter's coming back a little bit, or like I saw um, Get Me Out uh, posted the other day, um, and even Shaman with uh, some e Evolve stuff in it that was that he was doing really well with, and you know. I, it's really fun to see these come back every once in a while, but like it's been long enough that we haven't really, um, like they haven't seen a lot of play, and that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, the odd hunter's been the only one recently that's been oppressive, basically. Yeah, then right? it got killed yeah. too, <laughs> and it got and then it got killed. So that's why I'd like to see support for the other, the other classes, right? Because they a lot of them didn't see the light of day, and I mean, wild has such a large card pool that. We got to be missing something, right? There's probably already something decent, but some some support. There's going to be a card where a light bulb goes off, and suddenly for some reason we're playing even priest. I don't know, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> there could be something. So that's what I'd like to see because these are already existing archetypes. They're not good, right? Like the ones that I'm talking about, the, like not good ones. You never know. A card or two here and there. Like, Hunter was dead. Hunter was dead in Wild, basically. They've released one card, and it took over the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oppressive. 
<laughs> and so they could release just a couple cards and there could be a whole bunch of different archetypes because we already have this odd and even. So the, the, I would like to see that like buff gloom stag. And then all of a sudden, right. Know, something like right? A, right? odd druid could become like a real thing. There's already an odd druid support card. It just doesn't have an effect that's <laughs> worthwhile. So yeah, yeah. no one. And, and I saw, you I mean, they're, they're off meta stuff. I mean, I saw um, an, like an odd, quest line druid um and i see that they're talking about it in chat but like i've seen it too because the hero power does more uh does more damage but also gives you more armor and you take off the quest quicker and it's like against all the aggro decks it was doing well for a minute there i mean super off meta but at the same time like there's some stuff but it was just severely underplayed that'd be fun i'd be i'd be okay with that actually i like that suggestion all right sheep what about you you got a couple here yeah so of course I'm going to start by continuing to be on brand and say <laughs> aggro druid, because of course I am. So um, it's honestly kind of in a decent spot right now. Like, of course, I'm not talking about the the beast druid, like beast druid and aggro druid are, are very different. Things, They're different. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, aggro druid is kind of in a decent spot, but a lo- large chunk of the wild meta is kind of un like unfavorable towards it um and you know aggro druid being aggro druid it can high roll into a win against bad matchups um if you know how to navigate them correctly but you know i what i would love to see is some support for the archetype um you know to get you know either chief cheap buff spells or or cards um so something kind of like uh, um claw fury adept that came out recently is is a, a good example of some sort of buff right yeah. um but more than just that i would really like to see um something that is a choose one card uh hopefully a buff you know mm-hmm. um so right now at the very least in the the build that i've been tinkering with um honestly i think that the one that i've got is probably the like this meta's like this is the my favorite aggro druid in particular um the the weak link is so the soil and i think that if we had something that was still proactive and and whatnot like that then that could you know replace that and actually make the the archetype go from solid but off meta to actually meta which would be Mm. pretty cool um, and then, of course, more minions like those introduced recently. You know, I already mentioned Claw Fury Adept, but Jerry Rig Carpenter, you know, it's it's a pirate. Yes, it's stats for cost aren't great. Um, but, you know, you throw one and big on there and all of a sudden it is. And then, of course, the power mm-hmm. of the card is really the effect, you know, drawing a choose one card and then splitting it. So, um, you know, support in any of those ways I think could really make um, that from being off meta to actually being meta may only be tier, you know, three or, you know, low two, but still kind of being from off meta and not really talked about in the conversation to being talked about. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. So that's the first one I'd really like to, to see some uh, support for. And Second, she, you could yeah. be, you could say, I was playing it before it was cool. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely could. (laughs) So the second 
uh, deck that I would really like to see support for. And another one of my favorite archetypes is Mech Paladin. So the very first time I hit Legend was with a homebrew Mech Paladin list that we've actually discussed that on the show, um, though it's been a, a long while since then. So um, I'd love to see some powerful mechs go, you know, either through the core set or, uh, you know, the first expansion to kind of revive that archetype. So right now, I, I feel like it's still kind of strong, but it's right now you'd rather play hand buff because it just does those same things just better, right? Um, uh, <laughs> so I got dunked uh, on this this legend climb over the past couple of days. I got dunked on twice by the same dude playing Mech Paladin, and I was not expecting it at all. I saved the replays. Wow. And 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 I posted them in the Discord because I was able to capture the whole deck. And like all they gotta do is stick one mech, uh especially if it's the um the the, the one with um, Wind Win Fury. Yeah. yeah. Machine, and like yeah. and then you just um you know, reduce the cost, magnetic, 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 hit you in the face for twenty eight. Like what yep. just happened? They could have put a Zilliax on it and heal up too. What? <laughs> and so you know what like <laughs> i hadn't seen the deck in a, in a year or whatever it's been and i wasn't expecting it and and then it's like you have to clear every turn it's like inner fire priest right you have to clear every turn or they're gonna kill you um right and sometimes they're gonna kill you anyways uh <laughs> and and so um I, I love it when old decks come back with a couple of new cards to make them like new and new and fresh and fun. That feels like a good one to me. Uh, yeah, I like that. I think that they're kind of just a, a couple of really small cards that, that a brand new X, Y, or Z, and, and I'll go into those, could actually push and revive that archetype. So uh, some of the ways that that could be achieved are perhaps with a cheap mech with a powerful effect and high health, because that way you can preserve it on board and then magnetize onto it, kind of like you were uh, talking about in the, the games that you were playing, Nate, right? So um, right now there's the two mana one five that is a mech and that's all it is. It's just a, a big dumb body. Um, that's not really doing a whole lot, right? Mm -hmm. So something besides just two mana one five mech something like perhaps stealth or something like that to actually make it worthwhile to do to throw on it there scared me as soon as you said <laughs> in that case it'd probably only be a one three or something like that <laughs> but i mean still if it's stealth it, crazy things could happen yes. um another way that it could kind of achieve that is you know there's the kangor's endless army right mm -hmm. now but yeah. that's a seven mana card. I never saw so much play there, either. Yeah. No. So what if there was a cheaper version of it? Or something that, you know, you discover a, a mech that you had around earlier. You would need a lot of support to actually incentivize something like that to, to make its way into standard. So probably not going to happen. But that, that's one way that it could be revitalized for our format um so something kind of like that to incentivize us running mechs instead of the current hand buff archetype i think would be cool because the current hand buff archetype is just strictly better right mm -hmm. it's, it's just strictly more competitive but mech paladin can do mech paladin things 
Yeah. So finally, and this one is definitely much more off meta and a- another one of those labor labor of love decks that I have, but it's not nearly as competitive as, as aggro druid. And that is spiteful summoner slash big spell mage. Yeah. You know, so, uh, <laughs> super spicy, super spicy, <laughs> but it's honestly almost there. And I think that this one might honestly have the best shot at actually getting some support. But viable, viable, probably not, but some support. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's kind of why. So we've seen kind of some light touches to this in previous sets uh, this past year. So with uh, Belinda and some of the high cost spells that were rolled out, but what what is it kind of missing right now? And that is the minions to actually support mm-hmm. getting into that late game. What what were we talking about earlier? Oh, the board based strategies and and making the board based combat actually be what what they're incentivizing, what they're pushing this coming. Uh, expansion th- this coming year, right? I, I actually really like that too because Belinda uh, was our diamond, one of our diamond legendaries, right? And uh-huh. well, well, you know, we did our lore episode, and and while I, you know, I understand there's there's a lore impact for the character of Belinda, but like the card has been severely underplayed in standard and like just absolutely neglected in wild because it's just not. I mean, the only time I played it was in like our listener series in like a in, like an all yog deck, and it was just you know clown fiesta, and ended up um, you know like getting pooed on by yog, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yog cast living living mana, and then uh, and then revolve, and and all my mana disappeared. It was uh, it was like the most yog uh, yog has ever done. Um, with the exception of turning something into it. Like, I, I guess the most Yogg thing is like when Yogg turned himself into a frog is like, that's, yeah. that's classic <laughs> Yogg, right? But like, but like, I was like, oh, oh Yogg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is it? Yogg, Yogg giveth and Yogg taketh away. But uh-huh. I, I'm sorry to mean to hijack the conversation, but I agree. I think Belinda has been severely underplayed. Spiteful mm-hmm. Summoner has always been super cool. And I could see them pushing that a little bit in standard. Like, it was interesting. Cora made a comment a couple weeks back ish, something to the effect people were complaining about the the mini set cards, and she said something to the effect of, "Hey, keep in mind that we're building the mini set with the next expansion in mind, and mm-hmm. and that's where you know this this ties in. Like, why would you create a card? And and we've seen it in the past, right? They make a card." And they were hoping that it would see more play and it doesn't see any play. And so they either make cards to synergize with it or they buff it slightly or, or something. We've seen that go sideways on them. Like, oops, we buffed that too much. Uh, revert, revert. <laughs> uh, but I could see that. And I, I like that. It was fun. I remember playing a whole mess of Spiteful Druid way back when. And Spiteful Mage I, it is always fun. I mean... Hmm. Yeah. The, so the way that I've been playing around with it right now, and again, this is not a competitive deck. This is a this is a spicy deck. Um, is all the minions kind of in the early game are the hero power synergy, right? So it's basically ping mage and ping mage support 
right. but with Belinda, Spiteful Summoner, and and some big uh, spells kind of thrown in. Um, you know, obviously you're not running wildfires in that deck because that would have anti synergy with. <laughs> oh, play Belinda here. <laughs> Your wildfire now costs five. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, or um, you get a you spiteful summoner that summons a uh, one one. Be pretty right? pretty great too. Yeah. So hey, you, summon you a patches. Wildfire, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so you cut wildfire, but you know ha has a ton of other hero power support uh, minions like like the. Um, the spirit and you know just a ton you know there, there were actually a few of those minions coming in the the past uh expansion mm -hmm. or the span expansion before um so there's there's the kind of hero power aspect to it but if they were to continue to push just minions you could even run some of the the hero power ish minions just as part of being strong minions and without like the whole archetype that's not the spiteful summoner belinda package just being strong minions to get there so um that is kind of different archetypes that i'd like to see and while i think that's the big spell slash spiteful summoner uh um like deck is probably going to still be the least competitive <laughs> out of them all after uh all these are in are introduced i do think it probably will get the most support just kind of by virtue of not having a lot of viability right now, honestly. I like that though. I, it's always fun when we get to play some new stuff and it, I don't know, you know, there are, there are decks that will always be around and then there's, there's new stuff. And so it's been super fun, especially lately having some, some new toys to play with or new decks to try out that, you know, there's always pirate warrior to go back to, you know, when, when, you know, you need something to play that you don't have to think too hard about or, you know, or, you know, your comfortable favorite, you know, I, I find myself like I always go back to, uh, you know, free shaman or a Reno priest or any sort of warlock, anything, um, you know, uh, Hydra and, and, and rogue stuff and, and sheep and aggro druid, of course. And, uh, but when we see brand new decks or decks that we get to, um, you know, dust off and try out some new cards and then like it's super fun so I, i'm excited oh, I for this sad i miss rogue i feel like i haven't played rogue in forever hey you know i spent i spent uh some time last weekend learning to play pillager rogue kind of poorly but i did okay it's uh it's fun there's there's some rogue stuff uh quest rogue still like pretty pretty great at the moment um so i've dabbled i've dabbled all right. Well, hey, um, that's that's kind of it for the big topic of, of this week's show. But but there's still some stuff um, to to round out the end of the show before we get to our, our match here. So uh, unless there's any final thoughts, I'd like to transition uh, to Sheep to talk about our listener series tonight. Definitely. So uh, like Nate mentioned at the top of the show, um, we are in the finals of our listener series this week. So. For those of you who may not be familiar with the listener series, the Born to be Wild listener series is a free wild Hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each week. The regular season itself lasts five weeks, followed by three weeks of playoffs, and we are in the finals tonight. So um, 
the next season of the listener series will come about uh, shortly after the new um, expansion. So stay tuned for more information about that. Um, we will have uh, an announcement and whatnot once we have dates for those things. But for this season, like I said, we are in the finals. So the finals themselves are broken down into two weeks, ban week and match week. So um, why is there a ban week? So the final challenge is Battle of the Bands. This is a crazy uh, challenge. Like I, oh I, so there's a lot of people maybe watching that are that are newer to this, and like typically there's a new challenge each week, but this one is crazy to the point where we had to split it up over two weeks. But like this is the penultimate challenge. Like I, I, this is this is incredible. Sorry, carry on. I'm I'm so excited about it though. Definitely. So, the challenge itself is that the players create the challenge for each other and that is achieved by each player submitting bands for their opponents so 10 cards per class are banned and 15 neutral cards so um the the season long ban so we we've banned like uh, gin and baku and ice block you know stuff like that those are no longer just stock banned so if if a player wants their opponent to not play Gin or Baku, they, those have to be two of their neutral bands, right? Um, as well as 10 cards. So 10 cards total from each class, 15 neutral cards, all banned. So they are creating the ban for the other player. They are creating the ban. It's a build a ban is is one uh, name for it we also toyed around with the name uh build a ban workshop <laughs> <laughs> i love it and 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 so and the other piece just for people who may not be familiar is that uh the way that this week and every other week works is that these submissions are hidden from each opponent until they're both submitted and so it's not like they could see what each other are working on this is an independent like all right you you know you, you come up with your ban list, you submit it, and they're not revealed until both players have submitted. And so it's not like you can bounce, uh, you know, there's no cheating, I guess is what I'm saying. And so, yeah, over the last week, they submitted their bans. And now over this week, they've had to then create their decks uh, based on the ban. So any card that their opponent banned, they cannot use uh in, in deck building and so when you watch this match coming up you'll be like oh why did they not include uh that card well it's because their opponent banned it uh, <laughs> and so you know th this is tricky this is this is like the the challenge of challenges and so i love this challenge it's very genius yeah yeah it's definitely a, a final challenge uh but it's we we may very well be doing this as the final challenge just in general because <laughs> yeah. it is it is perfect so of course like nate mentioned if you're watching live stay tuned because you will catch the finals between jules and kinray right after the show if you are watching or listening to this on the replay hey hop over to youtube uh nate posts the the videos of the casted matches to youtube at the same time that the um podcast episode itself goes live so check it out there 
Um, you can, of course, find them on YouTube under the Listener Series playlist on Born to Be Wild's channel. Uh, so, of course, as always, for additional information, please check out our website at www.borntobewildhs.com. So, stay tuned for our listener series. But, Hydra, I believe that we also have had a listener challenge. Yes, one final uh, thing. Tell me yeah. more about that. So each week we have a listener challenge where we basically give some conditions. You meet the condition. We decide, you know, who wins. And so last week's challenge was um, best suggestion for a listener series challenge. So what she was just talking about before. So a lot of the time we get uh, we come up with the ideas either ourselves or we ask the listeners what would be great to put into our listener series? So we asked, hey, what would be something really cool that we could put into the listener series? Now, I'm going to say that just because you are chosen doesn't mean it's actually going to be in because we have chosen something that is completely outlandish. <laughs> but this one like was so unique. I have to say, big shout out to to everybody who submitted uh, challenge ideas because we got some really great ones. But but the oh. winner the winner here is like the idea is so crazy that like it it, it makes me want to do it actually. Like I I almost want to do like a, a like a tournament or like a, a a match with um with this restriction just because it's so outside the box. Like I I don't even it's it. <laughs> Well, I'll I'll explain it and then you'll you'll see or hear how crazy it really is. So um, this challenge was won by and submitted by Naya, by the way. So congratulations, Naya. Now, I, there are five major conditions to this. So I'll, I'll start off with condition number one. There is no actual deck building restriction as long as it's a wild legal deck. Okay, so oh, wait a minute. What kind of challenge is that? That's too easy. I know. Like <laughs> you can do whatever you want, right? You, you can play whatever deck, you know, tier one. That's fine. Um, now, condition two, each match that you play must be presided by an arbiter, which means someone has to be watching and officiating your match. Okay, now this is because of the next rule. Rule three. This is an uh, an emote based challenge. Now, on That's incredible, each... <laughs> right? Sorry. <laughs> so, no, no, no! You can't do that. On wow. on each play. Really? <laughs> wow. That's what you're going to hear as you're playing your matches. Uh, so on each player's turn, uh, each well, you can you can emote once on your turn. And if you choose to emote on your turn, there is going to be a restriction on your opponent's next turn based on the emote that you chose to use. So <laughs> you are now restricting what your opponent can do on their next turn based on what you decided to do. So this That's is putting incredible. like a, a whole other level, like many levels, basically, on the gameplay. And everyone's going to rope because... So basically... <laughs> It, for example, if you say thanks on your own turn, on your opponent's turn, 
they are not allowed to attack with their hero. All right. If you select well played, the opponent uh, cannot attack with their minions on their next turn. If you say greetings, the opponent cannot play minions on their next turn. Right. So like this gets deep. If you say, wow, really? Wow. Wow. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> your, your opponent cannot activate hero powers on their next turn. Except if they're passive because, you know, you can't help that. Yeah. Oops is opponent cannot play spells on their next turn. Threaten is opponent cannot play. Does this say cannot play cards? <laughs> you cannot play cards if you threaten. Weapon cards. Weapon cards. Oh, sorry. Weapon cards. My bad. I'm like, any cards? I'm just going to keep hitting that button. <laughs> um, and last but not least, the um, rest in peace. Sorry button. Um, which you're only going to get if Mayor Nogginfogger is on the board. Your opponent cannot emote next turn. So this yeah. is like, like, and this is wild. This is and so big brain. Like, <laughs> especially now that there's like a hundred different, uh, like character portraits and they all have different sound emotes. Like, how do you even know which one is, uh, Oh, I didn't even think about that delightful. because I, I mean, I don't even know what that one is from you know is that like that's wow (laughs) like there you go i'd be so confused but we we might have to we might have to restrict it to like you know vanilla heroes only or something like that it would have to be because you you don't understand what the new ones are saying yeah yeah Uh, but anyways like the idea was so creative that it was like you know what this is so crazy that it might work um I would love to watch this. Like this is a this is it's, it's so big brain that maybe I, one one time we could have just a mini tournament. See if anyone wants to sign up, and we can I, we can even cast it. Right? That'd be. It, it, <laughs> we'd have to have we'd have to have like a, a like an answer key up on the screen uh, to to indicate what each means because otherwise, I it's just it's yeah this is crazy. I feel like there'll be a lot of roping because oh yeah you'd have to like, what what can't I do first of all. When it's your turn, you can't, there's something you're not allowed to do. And then you have to now erase that. What can I do? And then now you have to pick which emote you want to do can we to just, prevent uh, your opponent to do what they will have to do on the next turn. So there's three things you need to do every we, turn. We could just throw Nazdormu in there as well to, to kick oh things up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyways, this is this is great. So, uh Naya, Naya, I think I I think I'm yeah. mispronouncing that, but I I love the challenge. It's so it, it was it's like so different from anything that we've ever received that uh I I personally like absolutely love it. So, um yeah, yeah. We, we 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 had some discussion around this and this is clearly the uh the winner for for this week's um challenge so you get two packs on us i'll reach out um via the discord and and uh we can we can get you a couple of packs but yes disclaimer that is we're not going to put that in in next season's <laughs> listener series <laughs> it would be way too crazy no Maybe no no we can't do that <laughs> so if if you may have noticed, we we we've got a soundboard going now. We got some some sound drops, some sound bites. <laughs> that that we've added to the show, and so 
we we've only got a handful that we've added so far, and so we're you know we're we're just you know some quality of life improvements and whatnot. And so I thought it would be pretty cool that for next week week's challenge, see how many submissions we could get for the just basically the funniest sound drops that are in Hearthstone. And what you can do is you can submit these into the weekly challenges channel, either the link to it or just you can even type the quote. And we'll find it because we we have access to um, yeah. it's a, the Hearth SFX website, and it it has all the sound drops. So what we want is just the funniest ones that you know we could add, or the most useful ones that you know we never thought of that you know could go in a transition or just something that's outright hilarious. So, yeah, you can submit those in the Discord of the Weekly Challenges channel, and uh, we'll announce the winner on next week's show. And the winner will receive two Hearthstone packs on us and be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website. I'm looking forward to this one. I encourage as many people to participate as possible because I'd love just to see, you know, there's things, there's cards, we've discussed this, that we don't play you know, that haven't seen play for a long time. Mm -hmm. And there may be some gems in there that uh, we've forgotten about. Yeah. So, yeah. So show us the diamond in the rough. Yes. Show us the diamond for sure. That would be great. So uh, I, I challenge all of you out there listening to give us the best that you can think of. That was wild. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the wilds. Thank you. There's some good ones, I'm just saying. There is. Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Can you see? I, I looked I looked for all the ones that said wild. They're so good. There's there's uh there's there's some good ones. I am yeah. a caretaker of the wild. There you go. Alright. Hey, I cannot wait to see what people come up with. Uh, really looking forward to you know getting silly and uh, doing some fun things with the show. It's always it's always good. The sound effects are they let us be twelve years old again, and it's <laughs> it's super entertaining. And uh, this is how we stay young. So um, yeah, you can you know you can type it out, you can link it, you can whatever. We just want to know what it is so that we can uh, add it to the show. Maybe we make some bumpers or whatever we do with them. But uh, it'd be an absolute blast. Um, all right, everybody. Well, that is it for this week's show. Um, that is uh, a wrap for more wild content or to see where that you can um, find us and interact with us individually. Um, again, please uh, visit us online at borntobewildhs.com or check us out on Discord. Link is on the website. Link is in chat here. And uh, we love interacting with everybody. And again, um, please stay tuned for the uh, casted match of the finals in season four of the Born to Be Wild listener series. Cannot wait. We're in for an epic uh, match. And for you audio listeners listening to this later, please check it out on YouTube. It'll be up um, by the time this podcast is posted uh, to podcast apps. So, um, yeah. All right. And next week, uh, we will be discussing the announcement of, uh, you know, whatever is released next week about upcoming changes to rotation and core set and a new expansion and whatever, uh, whatever other crazy things uh, are in store for us. So thank you, everybody, for being here. And we will see you next week on another new episode of Born to be Wild. Hooray! 
Hooray! Job is done. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Icky. I'll miss you. Delightful. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that has to be the last one. <laughs> right? It really does. <laughs>